Bride was an experienced man and could certainly hold his own. He eyed the throw and planted himself for a collision, while at the same time preparing to make the tag. Jackson was blinded by his determination. The fact that a six-foot, 175-pound backstop was standing in front of the plate did not deter him for a second. Moments later, the inevitable occurred, and Jackson made impact. Home plate umpire Billy Evans saw the ball beat the runner and called Joe out but reversed his decision after seeing the ball fall free from Severide's control. The latter had dropped it, and Jackson was safe. Since Collins had scored as well, the game was now tied, and the holiday crowd erupted into an immense roar. Notably, Jackson was unaware of his safe status when Evans made his call. The reason was because he smashed the back of his head on the ground during the forceful slide and nearly knocked himself unconscious. Within seconds of realizing what was transpiring before them, spectators collectively hushed, acknowledging what apparently was a serious injury to Jackson. A handful of minutes passed, which probably seemed like an eternity, before he was helped to his feet. Again, the crowd responded audibly, grateful that Joe wasn't badly hurt. His teammates tried to allow him to walk on his own, but Jackson fell to the ground en route to the dugout and was quickly carried off the field. He received immediate treatment, including ice packs, and recovered enough to return to the outfield the next inning. It was an amazing display of courage which wasn't lost on the humongous throng of fans. The Sox would go on to win the game 7-6 to six in 13 innings. Sports writers covering the action were all too ready to lionize Jackson and relayed vivid accounts to readers the following day. If it had been a hero play staged for the movies, it couldn't have been arranged better, declared James Cruisenberry in the Chicago Daily Tribune. He added, Never before was there a greater hero at Comiskey Park. Irving Vaughn explained in the Chicago Examiner that the luminary, who spearheaded a Sox victory, received the greatest applause ever given a player on the South Side lot. Vaughn was sure the player's clutch hit would be a long time remembered. However, nearly a hundred years later, the significance of the game has been lost in the annals of baseball history. But for the man known as Shoeless Joe Jackson, it was a defining moment in a turbulent career. Headed into the 1916 season, sports writers and fans alike were concerned about Jackson's ability to meet expectations. His career statistics were in decline, and his days of challenging for the league batting championship were a thing of the past. To make things worse, Joe failed to provide the spark needed for the Sox to win the 1915 pennant, and rumors circulated about a possible trade after the season. The questions about his ability, health, and overall attitude were discouraging to Jackson, but he knew deep down the need to come into his own while wearing a Chicago uniform. He had to demonstrate that he was all in and deeply committed to the franchise. Independence Day 1916 allowed him to do just that, and the fans decided that he was one of them. He was a big-hearted warrior on the diamond, and his actions earned him a mountain of respect from an eternally loyal group of enthusiasts. And, in effect, his legend in Chicago was born. Over the years, Joe Jackson took on a mythical nature, and a number of mainstream factors played a role. Some of it was indeed legitimate, 
while other aspects were moderately fabricated to create a sellable product, whether it was a book or film. But Jackson didn't need any additional color to be an interesting story. His rise from a small mill community to the pinnacle of baseball was fascinating, and his accomplishments spoke for themselves. His 408 batting average as a rookie in 1911 is a record that remains to this day. Everything from his personal quirks to his sense of humor and the way he interacted with spectators made him a one-of-a-kind ballplayer. His popularity was genuine because of his natural charisma and the image he portrayed to the public. And for that reason, nothing needs to be manufactured to produce a true representation of Joe Jackson. He lived an incredible life. F.C. Lane of Baseball Magazine described Jackson as having a clean-cut face and dark curly hair in a 1916 article and mentioned that he was a striking figure in any...